This podcast is brought to you by Most Valuable Podcasts, saving your day from boredom with the best podcasting entertainment. What's up, what's up? Real MVPs, Ricky Widmer here, along with fellow man-child Johnny Carlick. Where are the drugs going? Where are the drugs going? Yes, we are talking Batman today. Oh, it's going to be Harvey a fun Dent. time. Can we trust him? <laughs> I think we can. I think we can trust him, uh, Mr. Christian Bale. Uh, but we are talking Batman today. If you're unfamiliar with what the Rick and Johnny podcast is, we are everything from superheroes to Star Wars to Marvel to DC to That's TV superheroes. to movies, basically. <laughs> I said superheroes, and then I listed off <laughs> Marvel all Marvel and DC. In case you were confused. And Dark Horse. And I don't know and any IDW others, really. And Image Comics. Yeah, we hit them all. Um, basically, everything superhero, TV, movies, entertainment, anything under the two nerdy sons and we got a jam-packed show we got a four topic show today um we got to make up for lost ground uh because we did not get a show last week which i apologize for um had some health concerns with the uh main man over there i'm just glad that you are okay johnny and Mm. that we were able to do a show this week because it kind of derailed us to where we didn't go see detective pikachu which dave and i did so I mean, I the review is basically go fucking see it. It's a Pokemon movie. I was gonna say, and the did you guys actually amazing. do the review for it? Though no, we did not. What the fuck? Um, so with that, um, I had every intention to do it. It just fell through with everything else we had to do with the fast break and stuff. Um, but I made sure I saw it so that we can include it in our end of the year rewards. And this is not going to be like Han Solo, mm-hmm. um, where Johnny just doesn't see it. Um, I'm going to force you to watch it at some point. Like, actually, if I have to pay money to force you to sit down and watch it, I will do that. Because um, this is a movie. This is not like Solo where it's like, oh, you know what, Johnny didn't see it. No, this is a movie that Johnny could should see. And the twist at the end is like, whoa, what the fuck? Oh, um, thanks, thanks. Just for ruining that. I wanted to be surprised by a twist. Well, I mean, it's all over the internet now. I, I knew there was a twist coming in. Knowing that the twist is there. Don't pay attention forget, to the twist. You forget about the twist. You forget about it very quickly with how immersive that you are in this world. But before we get into everything, before I tell you what we're going to talk about today, I got to uh, pitch you our good friends. I like this because Sean did it and I'm just going to steal it. I got to tell them about our good friends at Patreon, which are basically mm. ourselves. Um, Patreon.com backslash Most Valuable Podcast. That is how you can help support us. You can either join us at the bronze level for as low as a dollar. Get the MVP podcast a month early. Mark and I just did episode two. Talked a little bit about Game of Thrones. You can get that now before everyone else gets it in June. You can also at a dollar... Join us on our Discord server. You can join Hubertus. You can join Retro as the first people to join the Discord server. Retro lives in Australia. He can text us whenever he wants. He has a direct line to the MVP crew, and we're hoping to get more people in so that the MVP community can kind of talk to each other on this Discord server. At the Silver Level tier, you get to help pick subjects or topics, I should say, for the podcast, and then at the gold level, $10 a month, you get to join the podcast. Not only pick the topic, but you get to talk with us. So let's say you were upset about Robert Pattinson being Batman. You could join us and tell us why you were upset 
at that casting, but make sure to go to patreon.com backslash most podcast to help support us trying to get a new studio so we can get out of this little square box um, that we are in. But Johnny jam pack show. I already gave up one of the topics. Robert Pattinson is the new Batman. We're going to talk about, is that a good move? And will he be a good Batman? Batman? Is the new Robert Pattinson? Basically, is that what I said? No, I meant to say Robert Pattinson. <laughs> you did say Robert okay. Pattinson's new Batman. I just said you, usually I miss I misspeak so much to where it's like you could basically say I said it the reverse way. <laughs> and I Ricky will think. believe you. Um, then we're gonna look at some MCU stuff. Basically, the Spider-Man trailer that we didn't get to talk about last week. We're gonna look at that, and also um, there are theories a circling about multiverses in the MCU um, because of Mysterio. Then we're going to take a look at the first look trailer for Batwoman. Oh my god, it's amazing. Can't wait to talk about that later in the show. Then we're going to end things off with a kind of older topic. This is a one, again, from last week that we're bringing into this one is New Mutants got delayed. It's going to come out April 2020. What does that mean for the movie is basically what we're going to look at. Disney basically said, no, this is a train wreck. We're going to push it a year. We're going to fix this for you so you're not fucking up this. Yeah, so we're going to look at that to end the show. But, Johnny, let's start off with everything. Robert Pattinson is Batman. And when you sent me the article, at the time it was unique because I also sent you one in in return is when it was being reported, pen had not hit paper. Like, there was... People were saying, like, oh, Robert Pattinson's probably going to be the new Batman. But just wait. Nicholas Holt could be Batman. Don't worry. Like, he could be Batman. And then we find out Robert Pattinson. Mm -hmm. The pen has hit ink. Robert Pattinson is Batman. We did a topic way back in January about will he be a good Batman. Not will he be a good Batman, but how should we feel with him being Batman? Because there was kind of rumors of circling that that he was Matt Reeves' guy to be Batman. And both you and I were not super high on the prospect of Pattinson being Batman. No. I want to ask you, now that we know for sure it's going to be him, have your thoughts changed since January? Will Robert Pattinson make a good Batman? I, my mind has not changed about that. I don't know if he really has the chops for it, mm-hmm. necessarily, because... I'm looking up his IMDb right now to see what he's been in. Really, for me, nothing except the Twilight movie. That's the only thing I know him from. Yeah. Um, but I'm trying to see, like, hey, have I heard of this movie mm-hmm. right now? Of course, I got a glare when I'm trying to look at it. <laughs> Johnny and his tablet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just because I don't have a fancy case right now. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of Twilight. Lots of things I've never heard of. Mm-hmm. So right now, I don't know if he's got the chops. See... From what I what I know he's in, but mm-hmm. I mean, there's a few movies he's quite a few movies he's in, but they seem like they're um, wave like not foreign, but like the not American uh, indie films, yeah. almost. So indie films. I could be wrong. These may not be indie films, but but here's the thing I'm thinking about. Yeah, is basically because I'm the DC guy. This kind of yes, hits you are kind of closer to home for me than you. Well, especially since it's Batman. I want to ask you well that too. Batman is my favorite. Him and Spider-Man will always rival for the top spot and Batman will win 99.9% of the time. Um here's the question I want to ask you though before hmm. I give my thought is was there a casting in the MCU that you were ever nervous about? Because I was trying to think if if there was one where it was like when it initially was announced, 
we were nervous, but then that actor or actress proved us wrong. I mean, what helped is, like, they started off strong with mm-hmm. Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. And after seeing that, and then you see what we get next was... The only one that they had a rough patch with was Bruce Banner. Okay. Because I did... Replaced. I didn't like... Um, Ruffalo? No. Uh, before him. Edward uh, Norton. Edward Norton as Banner. Mm-hmm. It didn't make me nervous, but I didn't like him because he didn't portray Banner as what I've always seen Banner as. True. He was a little too cocky. He was a little too full of himself. Bruce Banner was never that way. Mm-hmm. At or, least what I, the stuff I've read, he's never been that way. That's actually a good example then, because I do remember when Ruffalo was on. It's like, whoa, why are we? Why are we switching? Oh, it's because Edward Norton wanted more money. Okay, Mark Ruffalo, you got to prove yourself now. Like, like you, I was you're jumping in, but Avengers. I still wasn't nervous because as soon as he jumped into Avengers, mm-hmm. I started seeing like as well, soon as his first when, scene. When I'm I like, say this when, is. When I say nervous, I'm yeah. saying before Avengers, before you see the movie. Because right now, we haven't even seen what Robert Pattinson's going to look like. And this is the crux of my little thought process. And some people may say, well, Ricky, this is you backpedaling because way back in January, yes, I listened to it last night so I could remember what I said. I was nervous about it. And Robert Pattinson wouldn't have been my first choice. But no. now. Now that he is Batman, and, like, I know there's no change, the first thing I hate is all the things of, like, not my Batman. Like, Michael Keaton will forever be my Batman. It's like, can we stop hating on people just because they get good roles? Like, the whole thought process with me is, am I excited for him as Batman? No, but I'm not going to write him off completely to where I want to wait and see what he looks like. Yeah. As Batman. I want to wait and see that first trailer. Like you said, that first scene in the movie when you saw Ruffalo's banner, you were not nervous. Like, after I was like, that. Because you're like, okay, this is Bruce Banner. Exactly. He actually, I mean, we didn't have a big, uh, mm-hmm. we didn't have a high to go, to be yeah. honest. Because it's like, oh, okay, here's Edward Norton. Here's whatever mm-hmm. his name was before that. I forget who did the Ang Lee ones. Yeah. And then Edward Norton, like, out of the park. I'm mm-hmm. like, okay. I mean, you didn't have a high bar to go, but you jumped it hard. Mm-hmm. So, um, but Pattinson, it's just like the fact I'm thinking of, I'm not like bashing on him. It is also hard that like Edward Norton didn't have anyone to compare to, whereas Robert Pattinson has Ben Affleck, Christian Bale, oh, um, for sure. Val you Kilmer, know, like, Michael Keaton, George Clooney. There are many people that have wore the cowl in movies. Exactly. Um, and then it's just the thing I'm thinking about is like, it's not necessarily I'm bashing on him. I'm just mm-hmm. saying, I don't know if he's got the chops to... Bring us the Batman because so far, mm-hmm. Affleck did a pretty good job, in my yeah, in my opinion. Affleck's problem was more the direction of the character. I blame Zack exactly. Snyder. Yeah, no, it's um, the direction the I character was going, not ben him Affleck. itself. But it's just I'm just wondering if he's got the chops to do it because mm-hmm. the only thing, like I said, I know him from is I've seen him in Twilight. Yeah, and see that, and I've actually only seen one movie. But. And and that's the thing I hate is that. Everyone is like, hey. Do I love the memes? Absolutely. Oh, I hate the memes. I love the memes. They're hilarious. And the reason why, like, the reason why I hate them is, like, I feel like if they were just memes for memes, I wouldn't care. But I feel like with Robert Pattinson right now, it's the whole thing that went on. This is on a lesser scale. Mm -hmm. 
But it kind of seems the same way when Trump became president here yeah. in the States. It wasn't memes like, for memes. Not my, like, not my president, like that stuff. Where when I see not my Batman, I literally am seeing like the person being like, no, like I saw one where it's like, not my Batman, hashtag Keaton will forever be my Batman. It's like, Keaton's not going to be Batman. And I get people saying, like, I saw the one meme that I did really like. is like, bring back Michael Keaton as old Batman. Make and then him, have Pattinson uh, be Terry, Terry McGinnis. Um, which I would love. But That'd be they're cool. not do Like, they want it. From what I hear, they have wanted to do a Batman Beyond film or a Batman Beyond kind of thing. But they're not. Like, this is Batman. This is going to be Matt Reeves and his trilogy and the thing I want to see is I want to wait and see the first trailer, the first images that we see of Robert Pattinson. Because the thing, can he be, does he have the look of a Bruce Wayne? I'm going to go ahead and say yes. I mean, really to be Bruce Wayne, you either have to be really big playboy, but also you just have to look fucking good in a suit. Let's be honest. Um, you just have to be a billionaire. Yeah, this is why tablets are a good thing. The Robert Pattinson with him in a suit. I just looked up Robert Pattinson formal, and yeah, he can pull off the look. Yeah, I'd say if he got a haircut a little bit, and a little shorter, the, they're gonna they're gonna make him do it anyways. Basically, for the role. whatever the like, I would say this little shorter hair shot. Yeah, that um, one is gonna be more of what they do. Maybe little, but a little more groomed. Basically, here's what I'm thinking, and this is my thought process is. You know what kind of Bruce Wayne I could see um, Robert Pattinson being? Yeah, how about that one instead? That would work. Yeah, like it's more of the grizzle with the um, a kind little. of like grizzled beard. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll be honest. I don't want him to have a beard as Batman. That's true. I want like – and the image I'm going with, the Batman that I think Robert oh, so Pattinson – I was saying the hair actually. Could, that oh, could work. How it had a little bit of a flip. A little bit of a flip. For, for them watching it. I'll try to put these. So save those like links yeah. and I'll put them down below in the description so they can see it because right now us talking about these images, they're sitting there watching the and listening to like, about? what the hell? Um, but – the Batman that I could see Robert Pattinson being mm-hmm. is think back to the animated series Bruce Wayne. Yeah, clean shaven. You've got the um, kind of like shorter haircut, but not too long. But more so the demeanor. Where Christian Bale's Batman was the cocky, arrogant asshole. Where basically he's walking in with the Playboy models like, oh, hey, I'm going to – sorry she just fell in the tank of fish. I guess I'll throw my money at that. Sitting at the table with his date with uh, Rachel and Harvey kind of like being that pomp – a little pompous but a little like, yeah, look at me. Like I'm going to show my money off. I'm an arrogant asshole. Um, And that's the Bruce Wayne that Christian Bale played where I feel like Robert Pattinson – can be that Batman the Animated Series where you you got right away that, yes, he had money. Mm-hmm. But I always felt the Animated Series Bruce Wayne was a little bit more humble than like what we got with Christian Bale. Where yeah. it was like he wasn't over the top. Yes, did he have the supermodels and stuff? Yeah, he did. He had ridiculously hot dates um, when he went to stuff. But... He was more humbled in everything. And that's the Robert Pattinson maybe I hope they go with. Um, apparently, we're already getting kind of rumors and 
stuff circulating that the main villain of mm. the movie looks like it could be Penguin, but also Catwoman hmm. could also be. So it looks like we may be doing a Penguin-Catwoman kind of co-villain with Penguin and then kind of anti-villain slash villain hero um, with Catwoman and kind yeah. of introducing that love Like he's going to have a full-on villain to deal with and a partial villain to deal with. Basically, yeah. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Like, did you... If you were Matt Reeves, mm-hmm. what would be the villain you start with? With your first Batman movie, knowing Robert Pattinson's your Batman. The Joker. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no. Um, bring Heath Ledger back, man. He's the only one that can play it. Oh. He did a really Clear. good job. Yeah, he did a really good job as Joker. He did. Um, uh, who would be... I wouldn't start with one of your big, big ones, but mm-hmm. Penguin, I would, the, if the biggest one I would go with is probably Penguin, mm-hmm. though, like, there's, I know there's other, we've actually talked about in other podcasts, yep. in the good matchups, mm-hmm. and or, and or villains to start with. Gallery. The Rogues Gallery. Rogues yeah. Gallery, we did. Uh, um, Mr. Freeze, we talked about in that one, so I won't get into details, but I'll he's wait. one that's interesting. I'll wait till the set, like, a second one, get mm-hmm. Batman established, so yeah. that you can do more of the background story of Mr. Freeze mm-hmm. in the other one, and mm-hmm. focus more on that in, the, like, a True. second one. True. Because, like, once you have Batman established, we don't have to worry about anything with him. Do you think this could be the first Batman movie where we don't get his parents killed? Do you think they're going to be like, hey. They're always going to hey, reference it. We, uh, reference it is fine. But could this be the first Batman film where we actually don't see the gunshot? No. Like at the beginning of the film, like, hey, this happened to Bruce Wayne. We get it. We all like even the casuals are like, yeah, I know. We get it. It's Bruce Wayne. I know what happened to fucking Bruce nope, Wayne. Nope, wants to see his parents die. <laughs> You want to see Jeffrey Dean Morgan and Lauren Cohen um, dead in an alley again like BVS? (laughs) Always. Probably the saving grace from that film was Jeffrey Dean Morgan being Thomas Wayne because then we could get him in a Flashpoint movie. Fingers Um, crossed. But basically when it comes to this, and this is coming from um, The Hollywood Reporter, is Reeves is planning to use several villains Mm. in the Batman with Cobblepot um, being one of the main antagonists. Um, in addition, his likely appearance, or in addition to his likely appearance, they also tease that Selena Kyle um, is also going to be involved in the film as well by mentioning that a perfect character is included in Reeves' script. However, these two foes may not be the only ones either, as one source told The Hollywood Reporter that around a half dozen villains could appear. Wow. That means for six total. My math, six total villains. So to end the podcast, because we're on the same page, Robert Pattinson, we're both a little nervous. I'm on the wait and see. Like I'm gonna hold optimism until I see him as Batman and then make my kind of deciding. I'm not gonna write him off completely because as a younger adult he did a Twilight movie to make some money. Like, I'm not going to hold that against him. Like, go do you. It's like Zac Efron, where I feel like Zac Efron, before now, he broke out with some of the comedies he's in. He mm-hmm. kind of found his niche. Before it was like, oh, Zac Efron, that kid from uh, High, High School, School Musical? Musical, that kid, that's the one you want? Like, Robert Pattinson's in the same boat. Yeah. Um, so the thing I'll ask you to end this is 
You're Matt Reeves. Congratulations. I've just body swapped you, and you are now Matt Reeves. Um, Cobblepot and Catwoman. No takesies, backsies. <laughs> no takesies, backsies. <laughs> we'll say that those two are for sure going to be in it. Okay. If you had to pick four others to go with Cobblepot and Selena Kyle, who would you pick? I'm trying to think of who you don't need a huge amount of background to. Mm-hmm. And I, one of them that comes to mind is the Riddler. You don't yes. need a bunch of background story to him because you kind of, if as long as you mm-hmm. give it, like you push his niche of what he does, mm-hmm. that's all you need. You don't need his background. Two Face, too. Two Face is another one. Like, I mean, you just need to, like, Harvey Dent, boom, that's it. Yeah. So um, Two Face, Riddler could be in it. Like, people that don't need, I'm just trying to think of who doesn't need, like, a background story to get into the, into the movie. And yeah. the only reason I don't, like, Mr. Freeze, maybe you don't need it, but he's got such an interesting background story. Why would you waste that? Well, and also the thing, too, and I'm going to throw this out there, is Man Bat. Man Bat, but basically how I see it going is Matt Reeves has got to play with two things. Mm -hmm. He's first got to play with recency because here's all the villains that we have seen, and I'm doing this off the top of my head. In Batman films. Yes, most of them happened in like the 90s, early 2000s. But we've seen Mr. Freeze. We've seen Two-Face. We've seen Riddler. We've seen the Joker twice now. We've seen Penguin and Catwoman. I believe they were in the same movie, too. Um, I believe that was the... Yeah, they were. The 1992 Batman, I believe. Batman Returns um, was both Catwoman and... um, Penguin. We've seen Poison Ivy. Was that the one with Keaton? I think so. Oh, there you go. We've seen Poison Ivy. We've seen Bane. Um, I'm not going to count Harley Quinn because we haven't seen her in a Batman Batman movie. movie. Um, Is that why you only said Joker twice? Because technically we've seen three Jokers since then. Yeah. I mean, Jared Leto wasn't in a Batman movie. Okay. There Um, you go. When I was talking Joker, I was meaning like Jack Nicholson and and then... Nicholas Nicholson. Nicholson. Um, And then I was thinking the golfer, Jack Nicholas. Um, Sure. Jack Nicholson. And then also... um, Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger. Um, Ooh. You know who would be an interesting one? And I don't know if you need too much of an explanation for this. Hmm. Hugo Strange. Hugo Strange. Yeah, you don't really need a lot of background for him. Just like you can go along in the Mm -hmm. storyline and... Give away like what type of person he is. We've seen Mad Scarecrow. Hatter. Mad Hatter would be like, and Mad Scare- Hatter. Do we need? I'm going off of what you said. Do we need background story? A lot of background for Mad Hatter. Not to my knowledge, but okay. you're the you're the guy that knows more. I just for me with we would need to, Scarecrow. Obviously, you not need really. to introduce them somehow. Yeah, but I do agree with you. You don't want to introduce someone that needs so much backstory. That it clashes with your Batman backstory. Because this one, this the first one should focus on Batman's mm-hmm. backstory, even though even the casual know who he is, know his backstory. Mm-hmm. You kind of want to fo- make this the focus on who is Batman. Because I would even... And th- I mean, yes, I know he's Bruce Wayne. Thank you. Yeah, because I would even <laughs> Comments throw below. out, like... And the thing is, are they going to hit us with basically six heavy hitters? Or are they going to tear it off? Or it's like, hey... I'd hope they tear it off. Maybe we've got, like... Because when I say tear it off, I'm going to explain it for – I'm going to bring sports in to kind of explain it. Where when we talk draft in the NBA, we have tiers of prospects. So like tier one in the NBA draft right now is Zion Williamson. He's alone. He's the top guy. Then tier two, 
there's this other guy, John Morant. He's like a step below the first guy, mm-hmm. but he's on his own level. Then there's like four guys that are in tier three, another five guys that are in tier four. And we kind of bracket it off that way where it's like, hey, you're looking at these different levels. And I think the villains are the same way where mm-hmm. it's like the Joker would be at the top tier one. Um, but he wouldn't be the only one. Like there'd be like cop, Cobble I would say pot, Cobblepot, um, Joker, maybe Two Face, maybe it might be tier two. Two Face. That's why I kind of put that question mark. But like, you've got your because even Riddler guys. to me is like tier two. So really, the only tier ones are what Joker and Cobblepot. Mm, debatable. I mean, you can always make an mm-hmm. argument for someone else. Yeah, and I mean, but that's the thing. Maybe like Man Bat's big, probably tier three. Yeah, two big heavy hitters, Selena Kyle, which is definitely not tier one. So that works perfectly. Um, but kind of sprinkle in those lesser villains. Yeah, towards not everyone right away because I wonder if they're gonna do Poison Ivy with Selena Kyle because of their whole thing too. Here's the other thing: is like mm-hmm. he didn't say he was gonna fight them all. He just said like it could be like an after credit scene of true, like to introduce something like for next like movie. flashing scenes of like you see the um, uh, Scarecrow mixing up the mm-hmm. stuff. You see. Um, I'm just gonna throw this shit out there. Man, mm-hmm. bat, like him, like ter- like transforming into the bat or something, shit like that. And if I would have read, like down further, mm-hmm. um, if this report is accurate, then the Batman could be a bit of a familiar sight for moviegoers. Tim Burton previously used both Penguin and Catwoman in Batman Returns, where Danny DeVito and Michelle Pfeiffer mm-hmm. portrayed the retrospective. Can we villains. just get Danny DeVito's Penguin again? Oh, God. I remember my last... So, my last ex-girlfriend, or I should just say my last girlfriend, so my ex, my latest ex. Your um, ex. She... Well, because I have a few of them, John. Yeah, but this is your... When you say your ex, usually people go to the their most recent. I'm making it more complicated than that. Yeah, you are. My ex is basically the one thing I always remember is to freak her out. So, like, if she always, like got prissy with me and stuff, mm-hmm. I knew she hated Danny DeVito's Penguin. So I would just bring him up. I'd be like, hey, remember Danny DeVito uh, in Batman? It would just set her off because she was so afraid of Danny DeVito's Penguin. Um, still, as a college student when we were dating, uh, which I was like, come on, get over it. Um, but then it goes on, Catwoman had received additional screen time in um, years with Halle Berry, played her in a solo film, and then Anne Hathaway. Um, did the same in Dark Knight mm-hmm. Rises. So for me, I would love to see maybe three villains that we've seen before. Yeah. And then maybe like two and two or three that we haven't seen Honestly, before. Honestly, I don't I almost don't even count the scarecrow because we mm-hmm. got barely any of him. You know who I'd, you know who I would love to see? Hmm. And this is all dependent on if they're still gonna use him. I would love to see Deadshot. You gave me Deadshot at the end of BVS. Are we, True. Am I supposed to think he's still in this universe? Am I supposed to forget he ever had? Or not Deadshot, Deathstroke. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Because Deadshot is um, Will Smith. Will Smith. Um, but yeah, it's like, give True. me a Deathstroke. You gave me Deathstroke. Now give give him to me. Yeah, I was so excited when originally he Wait, was going to be like in the tier Justice two, League. Do you think? Yeah, I would say t- like for Batman, he's tier two because he's tier one for, for Teen Titans. Titans. Yeah, because um, he's a main. He's and he's I believe, a main baddie and I believe we're going to get him in season two of Titans, oh, which cool. also apparently there's um, 
kind of some rumors floating around that Robin could become Nightwing in season two mm-hmm. of Titans. So I'm super pumped for that. Um, but any final thoughts before we move on from DC into the MCU? Nope. I'm just kind of hoping DC didn't fuck up. Yeah, I'm hoping the same thing. Um, but I am sitting here with some optimism. I'm trying to be as positive as I can with this. I'm going to wait and see what he looks like in the first kind of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, set pictures, the first trailer, and then when we get the movie, what he actually looks like. But this is where we turn it on to you guys. Let us know what you think down below in that comment section. What do you think of the casting of Robert Pattinson for Batman? Are you for it? Are you on the fence, basically in the middle, kind of where I am? Or you absolutely hate it. I don't like it. If you're a not my Batman kind of person, I want to know why and what you are feeling. Um, Because I just feel like that kind of side of it is not giving Robert Pattinson his fair shake, his fair chance to do what he wants to do with the character, which we don't even know what he wants to do because he just got cast as Batman. But Mm -hmm. let us know what you guys think down below in the comment section. And Johnny, let's move on into the next topic as we are talking about Spider-Man. Before we do, though, make sure to go rate and review the Rick and Johnny podcast on iTunes and Apple Podcasts. Every five-star rating that we get really helps us out and gets us into the ear holes of more and more people. But Johnny, we're talking about Spider-Man. Get that out of my eye holes. (laughs) So, well, speaking of that. um, (laughs) Oh, yeah. thing I didn't mention earlier on, I don't know how that triggered this in my head. Um, Uh, But basically... Morty reference? Basically, we're getting season four at the end November. of November. Um, so there's, I didn't mention that earlier. We are getting. We, we, we got we got some great, great news about this. With their trailer. We also got the last week that we did a trailer. podcast. We were going to watch um, the It trailer. We Ooh. got a new It Chapter 2 Ooh. trailer that I remember showing you that looks creepy as fuck. Um, but basically. The offload too. Last week, we also got. A Spider-Man trailer. And there's a main question from the trailer that people are circling about. But the first thing I want to ask you, yeah, <laughs> dragons, <laughs> As you're Daenerys, going circling and I go, um, but basically the thing I will ask you first is just kind of as a preliminary because we didn't get to talk about it last week. What were your thoughts of the trailer, the new Far From Home Spider-Man trailer? I I you really, seen it? I don't know if I I I did watch it. I just like I It's been a long it's, time. It's been a long time. Okay. I also sort of excited and I had quite an interesting weekend last and that, weekend. And that's, that's why. Okay. For this time, Johnny, I'm giving you as Spider Man would Reprieve. always say Everybody gets one. Everybody gets one. Um I'm fu- I've I fucking saw it. I'm excited like, for it. I was from what I remember so of it. fucking excited. For it. Um, but the thing that got me thinking is what we're going to talk about right now. Um, Should we just say spoilers just in case we say something from Endgame? Yeah. If you haven't seen Endgame, like, if you haven't seen Endgame, spoilers, but like, I mean, the, the, band, the trailers do it as well. The ba- I just, to the be band, courteous, the ban has been lifted. So at this point, like, now that the band is lifted and now even the Endgame trailers are giving you lines from the movie that you're not going to... You'll love it 3,000. Come on. The only people that are going to understand that people are the people who saw that watched the flipping movie. Uh, that's just one thing that triggered me over the weekend. Um, but basically, spoilers for Endgame, if you haven't seen it, potentially. Um, there, you've been warned. So the thing that everyone is talking about is the one scene in the trailer where Spider-Man comes face-to-face with Magneto. 
Not Magneto. Mysterio? Mysterio. I'm like, why did I say Magneto? I'm um, like, ah, oh, we don't have that yet. This has been, I'm going to pull a Sean here. This has been a train wreck of an opening. But <laughs> basically to to quote Burt Kreisner from Secret Time, basically this is finger finger right at your butt at the orgy, Johnny. What are we going to do? Are we going to back away? Are we going to push right in? We're going to push right in, and we're going to push through this. But basically, <laughs> they come face-to-face with Mysterio, and the big thing from it is Mysterio says, well, I'm from a different universe, and on my universe, I am the version of Spider-Man. Well, basically, I am the hero, and we don't have you in my mm-hmm. universe, which everyone's like, whoa, multiverse. What's going on, man? Um Here's the first question I want to ask you, just to get it out of the way, because yeah. this is what I think is the more likely answer. Is he lying? I think he's full of shit. There's no multiverse. There's no multiverse. Okay. I'm I'm going I'm on the wagon right now. There is no multiverse. Mm-hmm. This is him being classic Mysterio. Mm-hmm. Hey, Iron again, we said okay, we said spoilers. Iron Man's yep. dead. And they Cap totally, is no longer they put that right at the beginning of the trailer. They did. And so I mean if you saw the trailer that then you already know this. Um, um, Cap is no longer a superhero. Mm-hmm. It's Falcon, and he'll be eventually Captain America. Mm-hmm. But this is a time for oh hey, I can I can pretend to be a hero right now. Yeah, and this is classic Mysterio, and I think it's I forgot what comics it actually says it in the article. Mm-hmm. Um, Spider Man, Amazing Spider Man number two from nineteen sixty three. He's deceitful. He pretends to be a superhero for the fame he thinks he deserves. Yeah. And this this is Marvel doing their thing of making it look freaking awesome mm-hmm. of like his of Mysterio's fake theatrics. Mm-hmm. With the like, elementals. And the elementals could be like Hydro Man, Sandman, and then I don't know who the fire one would be. See, but, I don't think so. And it could just be fake props. It could yeah. be one or the other. I think, I'm saying it could be one or the other. I'm saying not saying it is mm-hmm. one or the other. Here's what I am like. Or not saying it is one. First off, like what we're going to do with this is talk about what we think it is because we're on the same page. Yeah. Then talk about what it could be. Um, okay. That's fun as shit. Um, but basically, I'm in the same boat as you. He is lying. I mean, this is, is a perfect lying. opportunity to say this though, because like, yeah. no one knows what the effects of the time travel would have been. Yeah. So it's like, hey, a time rift opened. Well, now and that everyone is back. Like, yeah, everyone is back from. Being it's five snapped. years later, mm-hmm. and like that for me is like, I think he's lying, and I'm also on the boat of the elementals are visual effects, and the thing is. I don't know who it's going to be, but I have a feeling it's in the one Screen Rant article um, that I read this weekend where basically they the beginning of the article, the headline was just all the proof that Mysterio is lying about the multiverse. Yeah. And one of the things they mention when it comes to, yeah, a set visit scene suggests the elementals aren't the final villain. So basically what... I think is going to happen is Mysterio teams up with Spider-Man. Basically, we got to take down these elementals. We find out that the elementals are basically brought up by Mysterio. And either one of two things is going to happen. Either Mysterio and Spider-Man are going to go like this is the more obvious one that they go head to head. And that's where we get our um, carnival scene at the end Mm -hmm. because after the elementals, they find out that Mysterio is lying. Then that turns Mysterio and Spider-Man against each other. And it also 
gives Spider-Man, I'm going to say, a reason to wear the black suit. Because think about it from the trailers. Mm -hmm. When the Elemental is by the London Bridge, Spider-Man is in his wingsuit. He's in his normal Spidey suit. So once Mysterio goes head-to-head with Spider-Man, that's maybe why S.H.I.E.L.D. is like, hey, we got to give you the stealth suit because then he won't know it's you. It's not a fact of, like, we got to make sure Spider-Man is not that people don't know you're Spider-Man. Come on. People are going to know you're Spider-Man. You're fucking sticking to a wall. Um, Swinging from webs. Basically. Um, But I feel like that suit then is then made for the final battle with Mysterio because of the type of things he brings to the table. The other outside one is that there's a random random bigger baddie that comes in the end. But I think that's unlikely. So my money is on that. The storyline is going to be um, Spider-Man in is going to be working with him. They're going to be trying mm-hmm. to take down the Elementals. Elementals. Remember in the scene where they're kind of underground with yep. Nick Fury. That's going to be that big con- pan- the control panel mm-hmm. right there. That's how he's controlling everything. Yeah, he's probably going to be one of those guys. That, no, 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 don't touch this. Mm-hmm. This is tech from my from my world, basically type shit. But the only thing I and will then say is later on, it's going to be Spider-Man alone that finds out you've been, you've been making these elementals the whole time. Mm-hmm. Like you've been putting everyone in danger, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be a final battle of you're not going to take this from me mm-hmm. type thing. So here's the question I have for you then, because Nick Fury is sitting at one of those computers. Yeah. Is he wasn't at the computer, though, I don't think. Was I th- he? I believe he was. I'm going to look it up again. Oh, maybe trailer, he was. But was. I thought that Nick Fury was at the watch it right now computer in that. Um, just so I can see Because it that's what I got, was the whole of, oh, well, it was just, it's S.H.I.E.L.D. and their computers. It could that. be. Maybe I was wrong. I mean, it it could happen because, yeah, so Nick Fury is at the... Where's my where's YouTube? There it is. Is at the computer. So the same thing you did in the Batman segment, mm-hmm. I'm gonna do for you. I'll just hand you my tablet when I pause it. Um but yeah, see he is Okay. He's kind of sit like and that's the thing to me where it's like if he's sitting that close to the computer, and even what's on it looks like global tracking images. Shit, yeah. yeah. Unless I wouldn't put it past Mysterio to have a separate set of computers. That's true. Somewhere else. Like I'm not saying the theory is wrong. Kaput. Just that one scene. Yeah, exactly. But here's the question I want to throw out: Is because of Spider-Man and the the movie deal that we have? Unless I am forgetting something and forgetting mm-hmm. a new deal that came out. The last thing I remember is Marvel had three movies with Spider-Man. They had three. They had Homecoming, the Avengers movies, and then Far From Home, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe uh, Spider-Man solo film, a third Spider-Man solo film, but I thought it was only a three-movie contract with the Avengers one counting it, as the Avengers one did one. count because I was I was wondering if the Avengers one counted because it's not I thought it, maybe it was three mm-hmm. Spider-Man solo films yeah and it's like hey since we have them under contract we're gonna use them for these movies as well here let me see Sony, and, uh, yeah, I, I could be wrong but I mean it could be that Sony Marvel oh and the one thing I was gonna say as well about the black suit Go ahead. um and if it's I don't know are we thought well, we're talking the stealth suit right mm-hmm. something tells me that's like in the middle of it somewhere where he's like Actually, like trying to figure out about stuff about Mysterio. 
Say that one more time. So his stealth suit specifically. So he's trying to spy on Mysterio. He's like, basically. that's what that's like the suit he's gonna be wearing when he's like spying on Mysterio. Is okay. my is is my, my money's on. Because I think they're gonna have him in sort of a classic Spider-Man suit by the at the like end part where he fights Mysterio. Mm-hmm. Um. So what I'm looking here is. So this is from Collider. Um, so what does Marvel Studios get in return out of this deal? Um, besides getting to play with a toy they've been eyeing for a very long time, they get to use Tom Holland's Peter Parker in a set number of MCU movies, five in total. Um, okay. So that means Spider-Man Homecoming takes place in the MCU. Um, then you have Captain America Civil War. That's two. Mm-hmm. Infinity War. Three. Avengers 4, Far From Home. So that's five, five movie deal. Um, so this would be the end of the like that's what I and that's what I thought I remembered that this was the last movie of the deal unless they re-upped it. And here's the thing I am gonna throw out there as this is the unlikely one. Yeah. But to me, it's like this is the top unlikely, where it's like if any of the unlikelies were gonna come true, this is it. Is this basically Sony and basically Sony and Marvel working together where Marvel knew, hey, we were going to do time travel and Endgame. Mm-hmm. That kind of opened some stuff up. Like Steve Rogers has done some shit. Like Loki is now loose in alternate timelines. And True. basically what the Russos said when talking about Steve Rogers is basically when we saw him with Peggy – that was a different reality, and then he came back to the main reality to give Sam the shield. The shield. If that is true, taking it as his word, because I know there's some people that are like, boom, brain explosion, because um, it's too much to handle. It's, it's too hot to handle um, from the Power Rangers commercials. Um, but what if this whole multiverse thing is to set up not only – for the X-Men to come in where maybe the X-Men were an alternate reality and the two collide. But to me on the Sony side of Sony saying, cool, I like that you're doing that. This is how we bring Tom Holland back to us and make him part of the Spider-Verse where basically it's like, no, it wasn't multiverses they were talking about. It was the Spider-Verse and he gets thrown into Basically, everything that they're doing on the Spider-Man side was, why didn't we get Spider-Man and Venom? They were in different universes. And now Tom Holland is going to be thrown into that universe after Far From Home. I mean, it could they could be doing it that way. I don't. I feel like it's not necessarily that. Because I don't know. Because eventually Sony's going to want to bring Tom is, Holland back. Yeah, they're going to want him back. Or they're going to want Spider-Man back mm-hmm. at some point. But unless... They decide to either re up the deal and let Marvel mm-hmm. keep doing the films for them. Yeah, because I feel like they got a, a nice kind of seat right now. Yeah, of hey, make these Spider-Man films for us. We get all the profits from the films. You guys mm-hmm. just get to make off the merch. And they could always do. I, I thought there was a rumor out there that they wanted to do a live action Spider Verse film. Mm. Maybe this is hey, you guys are opening the tale for multiverses. Only in the sense of, hey, we're going to come up with a new deal. Spider-Man is going to stay in the MCU. 
but we're going to be able to take him when we do a Spider-Verse movie. Or yeah. we can take him and use him in our movies because we've established that they're in different universes. And yeah. that's why the events of Endgame didn't affect Venom. Or I should say the effects of Infinity War didn't affect Venom different universes yeah i mean that could very well be part of it i mean the venom came before infinity war did it not after it was after Infinity mm-hmm. War. oh because that was everyone's big thing of like how does how does the snap affect venom hmm because venom was october 5th infinity war was in september oh okay yeah i don't know it could just be separate universes because they don't really Oh, I'm sorry, April. It was April 2018. 20- well, that was, yeah, I was going to say it was April. April 2018, but. and then Venom was October 2018. Okay. So it was well after. It would have had to, the uh, snap would have had to mm-hmm. affect it. I mean, unless, just because it came out after it doesn't mean it's not, like, during. But they didn't say, I'd have to rewatch Venom. They didn't make a big deal about it being in a different timeline. It felt like they made it towards, like, it is present day. No, I'm not saying that. I'm like, it doesn't mean it's not, like, just because it's happening that month Mm -hmm. doesn't mean it's happening that month. For Just because we're seeing that movie that month doesn't mean it's happening that month. So you're saying it happened before the snap. It could That could have been going on before the snap. It just means it happened that year. I think we're... Just saying, in, in sense. The more likely... Is that it's a different universe rather than... Yeah, a, like oh, you're, for sure. You're right, but I would put my money on it being a different universe. But I just have a hard time Marvel setting up... or yeah, D, When I say Marvel, obviously, Disney Marvel mm-hmm. is setting up for everyone else. They're not, though. Well, I'm saying, like, oh... This is not them to, setting up for everyone else. It's say- basically a... We already knew what we were going to do. I'm talking we as Disney Marvel. Yeah. We had our plan. You're not affecting our plan. This actually works better for us because now your movies stay with you and basically like the Venoms and everything. I don't have to shoot. I don't have to shoe any shoehorn anything into my movies. We can basically do our own thing and kind of bounce Spider-Man between them in a happy kind of relationship because my movies won't affect your movies and your movies won't affect my movies because we're establishing different realities or different universes especially with sony doing their whole spider-verse thing. yeah i still don't believe the multiverse thing though i just mm-hmm. I, right now i'm still gonna ride the train of it's not multiverse mm-hmm. um mysterio's lying about it mm-hmm. and we're like because right now marvel's gonna probably just worry about like hey if we don't have spider-man anymore we can't use Spider-Man anymore. They're probably going to push to get that deal, though. Yeah. Again. To get him more So we can films. give him more films. Mm-hmm. Because, again, it's benefiting Sony to have Marvel doing the movies for him. Because mm-hmm. they're front... Disney's fronting the money to make the movie. And, like... And in, Sony's getting the money from the movie. And in Far From Home, the trailer, the cop does say, what, are you going to be the new Iron Man? Like, that is basically a line of, like... Is Peter Parker gonna be the new face of the MCU? Are you basically? guys gonna let us keep him? Yeah, basically. Or keep using him and not keep him because they—that's probably a lot more money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's like, hey, guys, let us keep using him. Here's the thing: I would, and I don't think we're gonna get this, but this just came into my head. This would be kind of funny. Huh? Imagine if Far From Home happened, right? And the we find out Mysterio's a big fake. He was lying about the mm-hmm. whole thing. And Spider-Man thinks, oh, well, there's no multiverses. 
And then he gets back into his room. It's a post credit scene where he's in his room, kind of like the one where we saw like the Spidey yeah. signal on the top of his wall. The hell is that on my wall? And he goes to reach for it like it's a like smudge, and it's really like a wormhole. Mm-hmm. And it basically you see um, Spider Ham's hand come out and grab him and pull him in, and it's basically. Whoa, I the multiverse didn't exist. Boy, do I got a lot to tell you. And it ends. Like, basically, like, a Spider-Man isn't, like, you thought there were no multiverses. Well, guess what, kid? There's a Spideyverse. I'd accept that one. I don't know about Spider-Ham reaching in, but. I, that's just the one that I could see. Like, the cartoonish Mulaney. hand, like, grabbing him and pulling him in. Because that's the thing. I'll ask you. When they do a Spideyverse Give me Nicolas Cage two, Noir. When they do Spideyverse 2. And let's say Tom Holland Spider Man is able to be in it yeah. or is going to be in it. Do you do it live action or cartoon again? Ooh, that's the tough do one. Do you bring the Spidey Verse cast into live action with Tom Holland or bring Tom Holland into the animation? What if you kind of jump it a mm-hmm. little bit? So like when you do Tom Holland, if you're like they go into Tom Holland's universe, it's all live action. So you got yeah. like Nicolas Cage and mm-hmm. Spider Man Noir. Yeah. You got um, Spider Ham's going to be a little bit different. What is it? Jake Johnson was uh, um, the one Peter Parker. Maybe, yeah. And then you got uh, John the Mulaney. Peter Parker. Also, spoilers for Into the Spider-Verse. Didn't think we were getting that. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think so either. Um, but, like, you'll have, like, John Mulaney. Well, they'll have to figure out how they're going to do Spider-Ham. Mm-hmm. Like, CGI. CGI, more realistic Easy. pig. CGI, yeah, exactly. Um, with a John, Basically the same way they did Rocket. What if, what if it's, like... Just like he actually turns into a regular pig, like, oh, this is unfortunate. This is unfortunate. I I had more mobility in the other universe. Can we go back, please? Can we go back, guys? Can we go back, please? Um, last, th- last two things I want to mention is, first off, I want to mention a fan theory that would be amazing that I don't think that we're going to get. Okay. Nick Fury being the chameleon in disguise. Ooh. Basically working with Mysterio to lure Spider-Man in. That would be cool. And the reason why this one, I don't think it happens. I don't think so, but that would be but cool. But the reason why I think it has legs is not only did the chameleon make an appearance in the um, first edition that Mysterio was in, mm-hmm. but also, like it says here in the article, the plot of Spider-Man Far From Home seems vaguely odd from the trailers. Mysterio, one of Spider-Man's most infamous enemies from the comics, is positioned as his sidekick. Nick Fury has taken the multiverse case to Spider-Man as opposed to a more qualified Avenger like Doctor Strange. It all seems highly unlikely. And the thing that I think about is, yes, you could play the card of like, well, Doctor Strange is busy with other shit. Um, fixing other shit, basically. His, <laughs> Doctor Strange was is busy with Doctor Strange too. Yeah, with Doctor <laughs> Strange too. Um, but the thing is too of like, I read that and I was like, yeah, that raises a good point. If there's a multiverse, don't you think Doctor Strange would be the first person you go to? Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh man, there's a multiverse. 
Let's do what Spider-Man thinks. <laughs> right? No, no, let's not go with uh, someone who may know. Or like, hey, maybe Bruce Banner might because he's got the big fucking brain. Exactly. At it's least like, someone... no, let's go to, let's go to this, this high, high schooler. School kid. Yeah, let's see what he's thinking. This high schooler that just got pulled back from not existing. Exactly. Yeah, let's see what he thinks. Let's not ask some more qualified heroes in this. No, let's go ask Spider-Man. Watch, we see the film, and when that scene unveiled, well, we went to go see Doctor Strange, but diddla, 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 we're I will basically be like, touche, Marvel, you got me. You son of a bitch. You got me. But wouldn't that be cool? Yeah. Basically the well, chameleon. Well, I saw like a, a spoof one of, um, I think it's called uh, Hishi or Hishi mm-hmm. does um, videos of like yeah, um, how, it, how it should have ended. ended. And they did a Spider-Man trailer. It's like, what about Thor? Off world. What about Captain Marvel? Not available. It's got to be you, Spider-Man. <laughs> it's got to be you. What about Doctor Strange? Or uh, didn't <laughs> Falcon become uh, Captain America? Mm-hmm. And this and this and then ends that way. Yeah. It's like, I mean, like it just there's seems... so many other. I'm sorry. There's a lot of other heroes that are kind of more qualified. More capable. Of more the... capable, more qualified. They're, they know more. They're more ready you know, for shit like this. That does make me think. In the trailer, does he mention Doctor Strange? I have to watch it again, but I don't because think he I does. Kn- because I know, I remember the, but what about Thor? Off world. What about Captain Marvel? Unavailable. Um, I don't think they mentioned Doctor Strange. Um, I know they can play into it to like, hey, he's busy messing with Dormammu. Or like you said, he's busy doing Doctor Strange 2 things. <laughs> um, yeah, that was just one where I saw it and I was like, that would be perfect. Like the chameleon, like... There's other ones, too, that I think would be cool. but I mean, would that give us our Sinister Six, or are we missing one still? It would be pretty damn close. Because we would have Vulture. Yeah. We would have Scorpion. We would have um, Chameleon. Mysterio. And Mysterio. That means all we would have to set up. We have the Tinkerer, too. Yeah. And Shocker. But all we would have to set up is Doc Ock and Kraven. True. Is what I would go with. I mean, Marvel can do whatever setup they want of it. I'm, if you're going to have a Sinister Sticks, I, the only person I feel has to be in there is Doc Ock. You can make that the, the next the do you think, Sinister Six movie. This is way too early for this question, mm-hmm. but I'm asking anyways. Odds we get a post-credit scene of Doc Ock. That would be cool. That would be awesome. Basically just Peter Parker being introduced to... Because they're going to graduate, I'm assuming, this takes place over the summer, so they might have another year of high school left. Yeah. Um, maybe the new internship well, is Doc Ock. He was only a sophomore, wasn't he? That's right. So he's got junior and senior year still. <laughs> five five years has gone past. He's still a freaking junior. Oh, God. No. Oh. They were also going to, weren't they also going to introduce the Green Goblin, though? I don't the know. The Osbournes? Were they going to do that? Was I, that something? Th- no, I think it's something we okay. talked about, but I don't think it, it's something that was like on pe- right. pen hit paper That's for right. that. Because we, we've talked about how they can introduce so Harry. That was final. It. The Here's an after credit mm-hmm. scene for you then. Okay. You got like all of them in prison now, Mysterio, Chameleon. Let's say we get mm-hmm. Chameleon um, and the other two, maybe even throw Shocker or Tinkerer in there. I would say more so Shocker. Mm-hmm. And you got um, someone come into the prison. Um um, just and to break out vulture and Scorpion. I would say just start make a make a proposal to them, and all of a sudden like it's Doc Ock. Doc Ock can just kind of see the, or it's just a visitor in jail, and it's that's what I'm saying. It's arm. visiting, yeah. But then like trench coat, and underneath mm-hmm. it like like the what makes you qual- like what makes you qualify to uh, lead us? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And then said something quippy about yeah. how he's smarter than the rest of them or something. Yeah, there's also another one that's basically um, the X-Men are a multiple... Uh, the X-Men are in an alternate universe. After Endgame, I don't know what they're going to do with that. How are they going to introduce X-Men? Well, because like, they, they're talking they want to do an X-Men versus Avengers movie now. They do. Yeah. Which I would think is fucking awesome. Hell yeah. Um, you wanted a whole like timeline of it like the sort of the exact 10 year yeah which i will say the thing that's good for them is basically that it's good that fox is doing dark phoenix then yeah because spoiler for the comics if you haven't read it um the death of gene gray in dark phoenix saga Mm -hmm. is referenced in avengers versus x-men so if they did Avengers versus X Men, even if it's a new Scott and they basically ruffled everything, <laughs> ruffled it. Um, basically, that's what they would do. Like, yeah. hey, bye. Here's your checks. Here's your pink slips. Uh, get out of here. Um, we're recasting you. Um, they could start it up out of nowhere, mm-hmm. and they could still use what happens in Dark Fame, depending on how, how bad. I mean, it yeah, is. they kind of did that with the um, even the. Norton ones, they sort of like, and I know it was only like a few seconds of a flat, few seconds of a film, but they used the the Ang Lee film filmography out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just to me, I want to see how Dark Phoenix Saga is. Yeah, before I start thinking we can build off it. Yeah, no, I agree. Disney MCU. Um, any final thoughts on this before we move on? Um, I'm excited. For Spider-Man Homecoming. I for it. And I'm or so, Far From Home. I am so happy that they moved up the release date. Because Dave and I leave for Vegas on July 4th when it would come out. Now that it comes out two days before, we can go see it. We can review it before Dave and I leave mm-hmm. for Vegas, which, which would be very, very great. And then when I come back, guess what is our uh, movie of the week when I come back? What? Lion King. Ooh. And this week, I know we didn't see John John Wick three this week because of or Tolkien. other podcasting. Yeah, Tolkien was. I think that was two weeks ago. No, that was, was with Detective Pikachu. Was it? Mm-hmm. Oh, that was last week. No, it was two with Detective Pikachu. I don't know. Um, it was a dog's journey that we missed out <laughs> on with uh, Josh Gad and Dennis Quaid. That's bad. Um, the this week, John though, Wick three and Dog's Journey. <laughs> this week, though, I will say, and I probably should have said this at the beginning of the podcast, but I'll <laughs> say it here anyways. For sure, we're going to see Aladdin this weekend. Oh, for sure. There's a possibility, and I would really for like. Sure. I would really like to try Brightburn, but I'm not going to push it. If like uh, Aladdin is the main goal, yes. But if I get Aladdin and Brightburn this weekend, oh shit, Ricky might be a happy boy. Um, and apparently, um, the early reviews from Aladdin are like the one article headline I saw was like Aladdin review. It's shockingly positive. Oh, my God. The reviews are shockingly positive because everyone was so down on it for some yeah, reason. Yeah, I don't know why. This is why we got to just wait and give things a chance. Going back to the Batman segment. Got to give things a chance, people. Um, but this is where you guys come in. Let us know what you think down below in the comment section. Multiverse, no multiverse. Is Mysterio telling the truth? Is he not telling the truth? What's your weird theory? Let us know in the comments down below. But Johnny, let's jump back, not just into the DC world, but into the Bat world. Again. Family. Um, As we talked about Batman earlier, if you're on YouTube, haven't checked it out, make sure to check out our conversation about Robert Pattinson becoming Batman. But now we're looking at Batwoman. And we got our first look at Batwoman. 
I'm going to see exactly when this was posted onto YouTube so I can give you a exact. It was posted this week on the 16th would have been Thursday. Um, so Thursday, we got our first look at the Batwoman series that's going to be coming to the CW and will be in that same Arrowverse um, with Supergirl, with The Flash, mm -hmm. with Legends of Tomorrow, all that jazz. Um, we're just kind of going to react to it and what we thought of it. And I'm just going to kick it off to you, Johnny, for where to start, because I know there's some points we do want to hit. But with you, I know with you being on the Marvel side and the whole Batman, like Batman is very mainstream, Batwoman, not so much. What is your thought after watching this trailer, even if Batwoman isn't on the top of your radar? Let's put this, let's, I guess we're going to mm -hmm. start with the overall about this and yeah. then we'll work our way into the middle. Part we want to talk about. So overall, this looks great. Mm -hmm. I think it looks really cool. I didn't know it, there was a <laughs> little hair on the microphone. <laughs> the like right in eyesight. Um, <laughs> So I didn't know there was a thing called the crows for one. Yeah, that one to me was that was one of the only things about Batwoman I was like, oh, even if it's not a that. comic book thing, it mm. works really well for what yeah. it is. I like her look too, kind mm. of the punk 80, 80 almost like an eighties punk look. It's about, also modern. So you're talking about her look um, itself, Kate Kane's Kate Kane's look. look. Okay, I like her look, mm -hmm. um, how they portrayed her, mm -hmm. and I like her. As the Batman, the Batwoman, yeah. as well. Um, I like how it all looks. It looks, it's got the right feel. Mm -hmm. I'm interested to see the dynamic between her and her father, mm -hmm. her and her love interest. That was an awkward way to do yeah. that. Well, because <laughs> but it fits. it's she's weird. my middle finger. <laughs> I I had to go back and basically, yeah, Ruby writes the middle finger. That's why you got the pairs there. Um, <laughs> I made it work. But I had to go back and listen to it because in the comics, I believe it's uh, Renee Montoya, mm -hmm. who she has her relationship with. And I had to listen a couple times to them say the name over the speaker um, or the walkie-talkie. Yeah. And it's Sophie Moore, I believe, is the name of the love interest. I mean, I'm not going to so so, bash on namings. No, no, no. I'm just saying they're not going with Renee Montoya yeah. that was in the comics. That's the thing that I had to go back and listen to. Which is fine with me. I wouldn't mm -hmm. even have known that, honestly, unless yeah. I looked into it. So. Mm -hmm. The thing that's the thing is like name whatever, but I mean you can mm -hmm. see that it's her father. The relationship is her and her father. Another one is her and her love interest, and then I mean it's just going to be her becoming Batwoman. Obviously, mm -hmm. this first season. Well, and not just that. Something that I know you do not know, because uh -huh. um, let's be honest, I'm the I'm more of the DC also guy. interested to see how how well the villain does. Well, about so the far villain. it looks really good. You know who you know who that villain is. Who? So the villain's name is Alice, um, oh, and basically, shit. so her whole thing is it's basically Alice, and then she's got what's called the Wonderland Gang. Yeah. So the kind of rabbit masks and mm -hmm. stuff is the Wonderland Gang, and she kind of goes against like the um, I forgot it already. Um, the crows. Um, and kind of combats that. But the interesting thing, and Batwoman fans can tell me if I'm wrong, like with the exact details of it, Elizabeth Kane is her real name. Ooh. Her sister. Oh, wow. Batwoman and Alice are sisters. So in the comics, they are villains. And then eventually Alice comes over 
and is kind of like an anti-hero, I believe, mm. um, and comes over to the good side. But I am wondering if they are going to reveal that in an episode because we do see in the trailer of – so you've got Kate. She's kind of hung up, which – I don't know if she's hung up brutally, like hooks through the skin. No, uh, it looked like from her jacket, there's like one of those specialty hooks. Oh, okay. like a, and I forget what it is, but it's like it actually hooks really hard. Yeah. And it just like kind of grapples. Mm-hmm. And that's what she's being hung up by. And then basically what else does is, hey, I, you got to give your father a message for me and wax, him over, wax her over the face. I wonder if this is a like with Alice – if we're going to get a daddy's issue kind of thing, mm-hmm. because, catch me, Dad. because it's really looking like how this is going to play out to me is in the trailer. We see the dad and Alice kind of being the two sides that are against each other. And then Kate's going to be right in the middle yep. as Batwoman, kind of as the mediator where because you get the moments of the dad that's like, you're all I've got. Um, you obviously get that the Alice character wants to go up against the crows, which are um, basically their father, is the head of mm-hmm. all of that, yeah. um, and that's how it kind of seemed like it like was. a special forces. Yeah, in the trailer, team, a special like forces slash security, security. team. Um, the thing is, guess who? When she was in um, Bruce's mansion, do you know who that was? That founder that was like, Fox. "Hey, you can't touch that." Lucius Fox. Yeah, a um, little bit. To me, it looked like a younger Lucius Fox. Yeah, it looked like a young um, Lucius Fox. Than what we're used to. I mean, we're used to fucking Morgan Freeman um, being our Lucius Fox. Even in, like, the Batman the Animated Series, um, it was an older kind of yeah. Lucius. Um, so it'll be interesting to see a young Lucius Fox. The thing that I'm not quite sure mm-hmm. I like yet with the character is kind of like what you were saying with the image of Ruby is what I like. It's her attitude. I'm not quite sold on yet. Mainly because for me, the main kind of um, source material I have for Batwoman is, I think it's called Batman Bad Blood, um, which was an animated movie that they did that basically had, you had Lucius's son as a Batman character. You had Batwoman Kate Kane or Catherine Kane as a Batman character. You had Dick Grayson's Nightwing was Batman in that, or mm-hmm. Dick Grayson was Batman in that, to where that's the only thing. Like, when she's in the elevator and she's like, I have a thing about rules. It's like, I wonder if her attitude is going to rub See, me the I'm wrong I'm okay way. with that part. Mm-hmm. It's when it started to get into the... Like the flip side of the mm-hmm. overly feministic part. So that's the only thing I had issues with. So what you're talking about are the two. There's two lines. Yes. There's the first line where she finds the suit, and it's basically like Lucius um, goes, "Oh, it's already perfect. Perfect. No, it'd be perfect once it's once it fits a woman. That's line one. Then there's a second one where it's like, "Oh, they think I'm Batman. I'm not gonna let a man take credit." Um, for a woman's job, I think it was. I'm going to pull it up because um, one of the comment sections has it in there. It, the exact line is, won't let a man take credit for a woman's work. And to me, I'm kind of on a double-edged sword here because mm-hmm. there's the side of it. And I say double-edged sword because 
like something like this, even us talking about it is someone's gonna get mad at us for it um, a little bit. If you, I will say what I say, and every time we touch something like this, if you get mad that we're gonna talk about this and have a different opinion than you, you're not the one I'm talking to. I'm talking to the people that actually want to have a conversation. Yeah, have a conversation um, about this, not just a, a shouting match. Yeah. Um, here's the thing: I kind of look at it with the double-edged sword is. Do I feel like there should be more female role models in the world or female characters for girls to look up Hell to? Yes. Absolutely. Like Captain Marvel, one of the main reasons why it's good to have her maybe be one of the top Avengers going forward. So girls have someone that they could look up to too. Yes. Because it's even on the side of like also on the side of like if you and I were African American instead of Caucasian to where if we were both African-American, there wouldn't be many heroes no. that look like us. Like Black Panther would be our dude. Um, Captain Falcon would be our dude. Um, but other than that, it's like Bruce Wayne. He don't look like me. Like, But for us, we've never had to deal with that. Mm -hmm. um, girls the same way. They can look up and say, I can be Kate Kane. Plus, the thing I love most about the Batwoman character of where we are in a society right now is because when that character was written, she was the first, I believe, the first openly gay superhero character in a publication because it was she was Jewish and she was a lesbian. Mm -hmm. um, and that's great to have on television also. Yeah. I just feel like those two lines in the trailer are... Pushing a little past. Well, it's, it's the... I am going to say it's the writers or it's the CW or maybe it's DC, whoever it is, probably um, DC, trying to go a little bit above and beyond where it's, I get what you're trying to do. You're trying for it to be a badass empowering line. Mm -hmm. But for me, and I'm not everyone, but for me, it landed wrong. Yeah. It landed more as a like, a empowering for some inclusion for others instead of just like, fuck yeah, girl, you go get it. Like, this exactly. is it. Like, it, one word would have switched it and made it feel like what we're saying, mm -hmm. you go girl, is if it fit me. <coughs> exactly. That would have been like, fuck yeah, you go girl. Exactly. Um, now it's just like, okay, well, fuck me. Because, like, right? I, I even get what they're trying to do in the trailer, and I wasn't mad. I actually thought the thing that was cooler that was cool in the trailer was when they had the text come up mm -hmm. and it said the future is here and then the last E kind of faded off in the bats. Yeah. And it was her. That it's was cool. fucking awesome. Yeah. Like, yeah, give me like that didn't hit me over the head with the bludgeon stick. Mm -hmm. It was just like I think it's the suit one that got me the most. And then yeah. the other one was just extra on top because of it. Because we already had the suit one hit. Mm -hmm. It's like, that one's a little bit, okay, what the fuck? It's just because, like, it's not She's really, She's a badass. Like, Let her be a badass it's less, in her own right. It's, like, less saying of uh, awesome, like, awesome, like, women mm -hmm. women's empowerment and also saying, yeah. fuck men. Yeah. Like, I mean, we don't need to, we don't need mm -hmm. to have women's empowerment while saying fuck men. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's the only thing I'm saying is, like... You could have gone a little bit, like, less, like, hating on the other side. Am mm -hmm. I right? Like, 
Yeah, I mean, for me, I just wouldn't have, like, I wouldn't have included it, or I would have done what you said. I'd change like, it to, it would have been better if it fit me. Fits me. Yeah. Um, because it would just make her, her suit. It would more so it would make her err on the side of cockiness, well, more so than anything then. And the one thing, too, that, I mean, this was from, I'm looking at Superhero Hype, mm-hmm. and I'm looking at their comment section. There was actually a comment um, from a Jeff Ninja Fox that... I completely am 100% like down for of like, I totally agree with him where he said Dick Grayson had to grow up and train under Batman. He went through a lot too, just because of that. Even then haven't are haven't most of the times under the cowl been under the uncertainty of living up to expectations kind of like, and I think of Batman bad blood where Dick Grayson is Batman and it's kind of like this whole thing where Dick Grayson's mindset is basically, no, I'm not Batman. I am just holding this place mm-hmm. for when Bruce gets back because, oh, I can't remember in that one. I'm going to look it up. Um, I can't remember if it's Damien or if it's Thomas Wayne who is the Robin in that one. I think it's Damien Wayne. If I have to put Definitely my not Thomas. money on it. Well, not Thomas. Um, <laughs> I'm thinking Damian Wayne is who I meant to Are say. Are you talking about in Bad Blood? Yeah, it's either Damian. If Dam- Damian Wayne takes the Robin role. Um, but I couldn't think. Uh, Tim Drake is who I was thinking of. Tim is it Drake. Tim Drake or Damian Wayne? It's Damian Wayne. Cause, you're, um, right. you're right. Um, what was, oh, oh you're God, right. I just forgot his name. Was uh, Dick Grayson takes mm-hmm. the Batman mantle yeah. temporarily. Um and Lucius Fox's son mm-hmm. takes what's just called the bat. Yeah, you're right. Or what was it? Um, no, because he basically names it's itself. It's like a modified suit. Modified suit. Like it's a it's a almost Iron Man-esque Bat-wing. Batman suit. Batwing. He goes by Batwing. It's like, you know, there's something called the Batwing already, yeah, right? I remember that. Um, that's right, because I believe um, – I'm going to look it up because I believe that at that time – um, Tim Drake is Red Robin. Yum. Yep. At that time, Tim Drake is Red Robin. Yeah. Yum. You said Red Robin. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't. He doesn't eat burgers. Um. So yeah. It, you don't know that. You're. You're right. It is Damian Wayne, and they yeah. have the whole back and forth of like, Damian's like, "You're not him. You know that, right?" And Dick Grayson's like, "I'm not trying to fucking be him, man. I'm just placeholding, basically, so that people know there's a Batman out there." Basically, that's basically all it was. It's like, mm-hmm. hey, I'm sort of a, I'm just placeholding so everyone knows there's a Batman, so no one's like, oh, Batman's gone. I could do whatever I want now. Yeah, and I mean that's the whole thing of that where it's like that's where I would have, I would have liked them to hit more of where it's like, yeah, she has this cocky attitude, but at the same time, instead of like the, because it also to me taking the whole what. People want to say is the feminazi stuff to mm-hmm. the side. Yeah. Um, to me, I just feel like those two lines we talked about are steering full clear into her cocky attitude mm-hmm. um, as general. And I feel like a good thing for the character would be, although I'm a cocky person overall, I have to deal with. This I have to deal with living in a shadow, and I don't want to live in a shadow. Even if it's like, hey, 
I don't live in no one's shadow, bitch. I'm my own shadow. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what I thought was the cool thing in the trailer of like when she does say that line of I'm not going to let a man uh, take credit for a woman's work. No matter what you think about the line, what comes next was the oh shit moment of basically because I there could there could be an easier way to get around it where it's like, hey, why cover up everything? And that's where I'm going to let the, the red hair kind of flow. I'm going to show off that, hey, this I am Batwoman, not Batman. Yeah. Don't t- like don't think I'm him. I am someone else helping you guys. Because at the beginning, they made a big point. One of them is Batman abandoned us. He's not coming back. Like, he left us. And she's supposed to now be like the I'm the savior of Gotham. Um, until maybe a Batman comes back. Maybe mm-hmm. they do throw that. I don't think they ever put a Batman in TV um, like they did Superman with Supergirl. Yeah. Um, maybe cameo is about it. Mm-hmm. But I'm excited for it. I... I don't agree with the comments that I've seen. Is like, oh, this is trash. Da, da, da. No, just, it looks really good. Just, I just feel those are the people that got mad at two lines, and then were like, "Fuck this garbage." Da, da, da. No, it looks fucking awesome. Yeah, I mean, like we both agreed, those two lines rubbed us the wrong way a little bit. But mm-hmm. overall, this looks really good. Yeah, it's nothing that takes it down a bar. I can't wait to see what they do. With the villain over it, not like that. I know, and honestly, some of the throughout the series, they might humble her out a little bit too. Yeah, true. Um, also, it's going to be interesting with her to kind of put. They're going to have her obviously in the Infinite Crisis thing with the other shows when mm. they bring those shows. Like I was reading something that Infinite Crisis this year for the CW shows are going to combine six different shows. Holy now. shit! So they got to bring six different shows together for that Infinite Crisis. On Earth crossover event that they do. And it all started with Arrow long, long, long ago. Jesus Christ. It's going to be this. Um, Anything else you think we should mention before we move on? No, I think we got all we got. Well, this is where you guys come in. Let us know what you guys think down below in that comment section. What do you think about Ruby? Um, Is it? It's not Ruby, right? I'm thinking WWE. Um, what's her name that I'm messing up? Kate Bishop. Um, No, not Kate (laughs) Bishop. I'd say that. Um, uh, I'll find it right here. Ruby Rose. That's it. There you go. My first thought, it's Money in the Bank Day for R- WWE. Ruby Riot. Uh, so I'm like, oh, Ruby Riot. No, Ricky, it's definitely not Ruby Riot. Nope. Ruby Riot's a WWE wrestler. Ruby Rose is fucking Batwoman. Um, but let us know what you guys think down below in the comment section. And Johnny, let's close the podcast talking a little bit about New Mutants. <laughs> I have to just laugh because it's getting comical at this point. But make sure to check us out on patreon.com backslash Podcast to help support us. If you're on YouTube, I'm giving the spiel. If you're on podcast services around the world, you're, you're a true champ trucking through all the four segments and topics that we have today. But patreon.com backslash Podcast. that is where you can Come support us as low as a dollar. You can get the MVP podcast a month early. Right now, you can hear Mark and I talk about Game of Thrones before everyone else hears it in June. You can also talk with Hubertus. You can also talk with Retro. Jake has now finally got off his bum ass. Yeah, Jake, calling you out. Um, His bum ass has joined the (laughs) Discord server. You can talk to us on Discord for as low as a dollar. You can also join the podcast for as low as $10. Pick the topic you want. Join the podcast each and every month. Be a part of the MVP family. We all know you guys are real MVPs. But, Johnny, let's talk about this not-so-hot news about New <laughs> Mutants. Um, 
so apparently I'm looking at a couple different sources. Um, this one, though, the first one is basically the article I found it on was um, Screen Rants, where basically New Mutants mm-hmm. is being pushed back. It was originally supposed to come out. Let's see. What was the original date? Um, two years ago. Then they pushed it to February 22nd of 2019. Yep. Then they pushed it back to August 2nd of 2019. So, yeah. So, the original was supposed to be February of 2019. No, no, no. We're going to push it back to August of 2019. Now, Disney has basically said, no, 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 no. This will come out April of 2020. The exact date is April 3rd, 2020. And before I usually usually I ask you, like, what do you think about mm-hmm. this? Um, I've got a little extra for this one because this is an article from early from late March of this year. So Maisie Williams was doing interviews for uh, a show you may know called Game of Thrones. Um, Never heard of it. And here's what the article said. So what exactly is going on with New Mutants? Well, it seems even the cast are in the dark at this point as Game of Thrones star Maisie Williams had revealed to Rolling Stone that she has no idea what is happening with the film. And this is her exact quote. Who knows when the fuck this movie is going to come out, um, said Williams before uh, before stating that she's recently spoke with co-star Charlie, he- uh, Charlie Heaton from Stranger Things um, and asked, what the fuck is going on with this movie? Hopefully this interview will make everyone hurry up a little bit, she added. And at that point, the Disney-Fox deal was kind of up in limbo. Mm -hmm. Now it's for sure. Disney has everything. I will ask you, now that we know Disney has everything, Disney is pushing this back. What are your thoughts that uh, New Mutants were not seeing it until April 3rd, 2020? Well, now now that Disney's pushing it back, they're going more so along lines of, okay, we're Mm going to make this so it's at least not a pile of garbage. There were rumors that this was going to be like a straight-to-Hulu movie. I mean, rumors originally. Rumors, but I mean, that Disney still, would just push it. Disney's not going to let them put out just some random shit. Yeah. Gonna go, Disney's gonna, probably looking through it right now. It's like, okay, what are we going to do to fix this? How do we sell? Because this, this is under our name now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we need to fix this, so it's not like, well, and like what the fuck is going on? We already talked about how many reshoots there have been for New Mutants to where. Originally, oh, the pushback was all the reshoots. Yeah. And at the time, I was like, that's not a good sign. No. It's not a good sign when you're reshooting most of your movie. Here's the thing, though, with Disney. And I kind of feel like they're in the good and the bad with this because so everything that's done to this point, they didn't have to spend their money on it. No. So with Disney... The question that they need to ask themselves is obviously they could can it Mm -hmm. and basically say, well, you know what? It's no loss to us. No money lost on our end. We were not the ones that spent the money on this. But I feel like in the Disney Fox deal, there was probably something where it's like anything that is this far along in production has to come out. Yeah. Um, So Disney at this point to me, I think it's one of those – kind of areas where it's like, all right, how much money are we willing to spend to try to salvage this? Because yeah. 
Disney's going to have to spend money on reshoots. I'm assuming all the money isn't going to go to Disney. Like, this might be a break of, like, some goes to Disney, some goes to Fox, because it was technically... Um, Foxes before that. Exactly. I think Dark... Fe- I would assume Dark Phoenix and um, New Mutants might be the same thing. But, yeah. like, for example, if they were going to do Gambit, that would be completely with Disney. Oh, by the way, Gambit, Channing Tatum, not happening. Um, yeah, basically <laughs> that, where it's like, we've got two here. Uh, fuck this guy. Um, we, we're we not going to deal with something that doesn't even have a script yet. So every <laughs> single segment we've done on a Gambit movie um, is now utterly useless. Yeah. Because Channing Tatum, well, you got your wish. Channing Tatum's not going to be Gambit now because um, you didn't want Channing Tatum to be Gambit in the first place. Whichever one did it, thank you. I just, I, yeah, <laughs> God, the devil, whichever one. Whichever um, one made this happen. Did Johnny have to sell his soul to the devil what and not soul? get Channing Tatum? Um, but basically, I don't know. I, I'll be honest. I'm not hyped for it. I was, when we got that first look, I was super hyped for this. I also am going to ask you this. Huh. Is this also another thing where is Disney will Disney look at this and go, dude, this is way too dark. We're gonna change Disney's probably we're gonna change the atmosphere of this. They might, but they might go, you know what? We're gonna keep this under the Fox name because mm-hmm. that's what Fo- they can do with Fox now. Yeah. It's like, hey, because like like they said, Deadpool, they want to keep it rated R. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know what? We like the we like the concept of this. We're gonna keep it under the Fox name now that we can do that. And have this as another one of our rated R ones, but we're gonna fix this. Like they're probably going over it right now and say, "What stuff can we do to fix this without breaking budget?" Yeah. So the for us, the distribution is gonna be by Walt Disney Studios. Yes. Um, but the production companies are 20th Century Fox, Genre Films, Sunswept Entertainment, and then Marvel Entertainment. Yes. Um. Yeah, I just this is not a good look for this film. And I can't imagine what it is being like. Like, like, let's be honest. Out of the two that we've mentioned, mm-hmm. basically Charlie and Maisie, yeah, they're fine because Charlie Heaton has Stranger Things that gets a new season. This um, oh. the new season drops the day Dave and I leave um, for um, Vegas, really? July fourth. Wow, yep. surprised it's dropping it's July fourth. Surprised it's that season. early because usually it's like an October one. Yeah, this one it's the it's a summer themed one. Oh, okay. So it's going to take place over the summer, and they had fireworks. That makes sense. Then. Okay, because um, the last two were like, hey, it's a little, it's sort of Halloween. First one came out because it was like Halloween ish, yeah. and it was around Halloween. So it's like, hey, we're going to release this around Halloween. Mm-hmm. So that you can watch it around Halloween. Yeah. The second one was Halloween themed, mm-hmm. if I remember correctly. Yeah, because they had the Ghostbusters costume. Yeah, and then this this one, okay, that makes sense then if they're if it's going to be summer themed. But the thing I was saying is like Maisie Williams and Charlie uh, Heaton, yeah. have Stranger Things and Game of Thrones. Although Game of Thrones coming to an end, it's she's not like Maisie the, Williams and Charlie they got the fucking. Cash she's got that to ride off of for now until she finds the next role. But like for example, I'm gonna pull up. Just, I'm just going to pull up the next name that's on there. So, um, Anai, not Anaya, uh, Anya Taylor-Joy, for example. She's the mm-hmm. next name below Maisie Williams. Yes, she was in the glass. Like, she was in Split, and she was in glass as the girl from, basically, she was the girl in Split. Yeah. Um, the main girl. But it's like, right now, yeah, she's got stuff The Stockholm going on. Syndrome girl. 
<coughs> basically, yeah. Um, she's got stuff going on where it's like she's in movies, but at the same time, it's like, am I going to get this paycheck? Like, what's going on with this movie? Also, it's a quality of work thing, which yeah. if you're going to put in work as an actor or actress, you want the movie to be good. Like, no one does a movie thinking, man, I want this to be shit. Yeah, exactly. No, that's what happens with like a few actors and actresses. You can't mm-hmm. necessarily blame them. You have to think. You have to think. Was it their acting? Most likely, it was their the script, or yeah. it was um, the director pushing them in a bad mm-hmm. bad direction. And a lot of it's more so that than hey, this is a shitty actor or actress. Yeah, let me see really quickly. So I'm gonna pull up New Mutants. Not saying that's always the case, but like, well, you make a good point. I want to see. Let's see who's direct. So this one's directed by Josh Boone. Um, the films that he's directed. Here's the films that he's been um, incorporated with. Mm-hmm. Stuck in Love. He directed and written. Um, that was his directorial debut, obviously. Yeah. Um, Fault in Our Stars. He directed that one. Um, in 2016, All We Had. He wrote and was an executive producer. Then The Pretenders, he was a writer for that. Then New Mutants, he wrote and directed it. Um, The Stand, writing and directing, that's upcoming. That's going to be a 10-part miniseries. And then another eight-part miniseries called Lizley's Story, um, he's writing and directing. Now, are any of those a horror film besides New New Mutants? Not that I'm I'm, aware of. Really quick. I know Fault in Our Stars. Is definitely Fault in not. Fault in Our Stars is the only one by name that I'm like, oh, yeah, I know that film. Yeah, I've heard of it. Um, so let's see. The Pretenders is a drama. Um, it's an American drama film directed by James Franco um, from a screenplay play with Josh Boone. Um, let's see. All We Had is an American drama film directed by Katie Holmes, written by Josh Boone. Um and then Stuck in Love is an American romantic comedy written and directed by Josh Boone. So really, he really doesn't have horror under his belt. Yeah. See, yeah. that's probably a mistake on the first part. It's like, no offense, maybe you do have an, a knack for it. We, mm-hmm. we won't know until New Mutants comes out, but... And, like, The Stand is going to be a drama web series. Um, Apparently he's then, really good at drama. And Leslie's story... Okay. Um, Lizley's story. I hope I'm saying that right. It's L I S E Y. Um, Lizley's story. Lindsay. L I S E Y. L I S E Y. Lissy. Lissy. Lissy's story. Um, is a so that one is an adaptation of the Stephen King book, Lizley's story. Okay, so that's um, supposed to be a horror drama. The series is produced by J.J. Abrams and is directed by Josh Boone. And stars uh, Julianne Moore um, in the titular role. Um, basically, though. That one what? would be like horror slash drama. I've <laughs> but, never read it, so I don't know. But if you think about it, he hasn't done this one yet. I know. So New Mutants is his first dive into horror. Yeah. And, and no, so far, it's again, probably not going so well. He might have a knack for it. Mm-hmm. We don't know because no, we don't know what the hell's going on in New Mutants. Maisie yeah. Williams, who's acting for it, doesn't know what the hell's going on with it. Also a very, very young director, too. Like, and not young yeah. age. Like, age, he's... He As of right now, he doesn't he's have 40. a lot under his belt. Yeah, so he's 40, so it's not like he's young. But he doesn't. But he's only directed two films before New Mutants. Yes, yeah. he has written, what, three of the four mm-hmm. that he's done? Directed two of them. 
So it's like you don't even have a ton of work as a director under you. No. So, I mean, that's where, like, maybe Disney might step in and say, hey, we're pairing you with this Mm -hmm. person who's done this type of filming so we can make this movie good and see what they say to do with it. And I... See, that's what see that's why like the two the first two pushbacks mm-hmm. were worries now that disney's pushing it back it's like we're pushing it back so we can make it good yeah i mean and the other ones that i didn't see were so these three he was just an executive producer on um the card- mouse doesn't approve of failure cardboard um so we have um cardboard boxer which was a 2016 american drama film so mm-hmm. yet again another drama um, Horseshoe Theory, which is a short romantic comedy film, and then The Cat in the Moon from 2018 that is an American drama film. So, yet again, no horror on that front no. either. Um, I just feel sorry for all the actors and actresses that basically, like, for example, Maisie Williams, because you could, like, she's an actress that, like I said, they're all going to put quality into their work. Yeah. But, like, you could tell from that interview that's, like, she's fucking fed up. Like, yeah. they've just – Fox has handled this movie Very poorly. so poorly. Um, and it even goes into what we were even saying when the Disney-Fox deal started to kind of gain some traction. Mm-hmm. Me and you sat here and we're like, why the fuck are they announcing so many movies and pushing so many yeah, movies Fox. into production? Like, this was one of those where it was like – Hey, man, I'll take a New Mutants movie, but, like, I mean, you're pushing, like, you're pushing it. You're kind of, like... You're forcing it. Like, is your movie movie actually going to come out type thing? And, yeah, I guess it is now, but still, it's... Yeah, Fox is, uh... Did some shit before they uh, handed it over, but Mm -hmm. honestly, like, they have... Disney didn't get to have much of a hand in... Dark Phoenix, so I'm not going to hold that against them. I'm going to be curious to see how much Disney can fix on Dark, uh, the 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 New Mutants, since they're pushing it back almost a year. You know, it's really funny huh. as I'm reading this article. Um, so I'm just going to read it. Um, next year will be the first year since 2016 that Disney only releases two MCU films. Um, but with New Mutants now opening in April. The studio will now have three Marvel movies total in 2020. New Mutants is the last of the Fox X-Men movies. And despite Boone's plans for a New Mutant sequel, it's unlikely the series will continue. Disney is rebooting the X-Men with the exception of Deadpool, um, presumably so Marvel Studios can introduce the mutants into the MCU without worrying about maintaining continuity um there was also some speculation disney would forego a theatrical release entirely and dump new mutants on hulu but it appears that won't be the case fans interested in watching new mutants at least now know when disney plans to release it though it remains to be seen if the reshoots will still take place given the delay new mutants reshoots seem likely um, so really we're all kind of up in air about it. I am going to be honest, like I'm not excited for this anymore. Um, this is something where it's like the same thing with dark Phoenix where it's like, this is just the bad swan song for the Fox for Fox Marvel mm-hmm. of basically 
And think about the last few films we've gotten from them. Like, besides Deadpool and Logan, Fan Forstick sucked. Dark Phoenix is going to suck. Like, I'll say it. Like, I'm going... I, I know, He's going in with a I know you get mad at me for going in with dispositions, but I can't help it with this one. Like, Dark Phoenix, I am going in with the, like, here is, like, a zero out of five. Like, the table is a zero out of five. I'm below that. Like, the camera can't even show how low I am on Dark Phoenix heading into it. And New Mutants might be the same. We'll see. I mean, I've got more faith now that Disney is going to have their hand in it and actually well, have their hand in it. They didn't have a huge hand in Dark Phoenix. No, they did It was didn't. more of like, hey, I'm going to suggest this. I hope you fucking take my advice. Yeah, I mean, that was still when it was like over with Fox and they had Feige mm-hmm. like to look at the script yeah. and say, hey, I got but these recommendations Brian for Singer you. Brian Singer is still directing it, even though now it's Disney. Yeah. yeah. But still, I mean, Disney now has their hand in it. They're not, the mouse isn't going to be happy with failure. Mm-hmm. No. It just makes me, when I think about that situation, I think about uh, the, the um, South Park Mickey Mouse. <laughs> I told you to make this a better movie. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, and with the X-Men, I saw an article basically saying that they are expecting Dark Phoenix to be the lowest opening box office numbers for an X-Men movie ever. So, Got a lot of people that are hating on it. So, so we're, well, it doesn't look good. It doesn't look good, Johnny. And the reshoot, like, we talked about the reshoots. Um, go check out when we talked about Dark Phoenix. I mm-hmm. bashed the reshoots because... It's not going to be good, and that's what I think. Well, I'm just hoping they listen to Feige, but we'll see. Well, I mean, Paul G. They're going to have Paul Giamatti come in and be the juggernaut. I'm Paul Giamatti. I'm the juggernaut, baby. No, no. Is he wearing his rhino suit as the juggernaut? He just changed the head. Because apparently Kevin Feige didn't like that. Amy Pascal and Sony were like, "Hey, sign us up for that one." Paul yeah, but Giamatti. that was Sony. I know, but Fox isn't that far off. Like, let's be honest. Like, it's the mouse, and then everybody else is underneath. The mouse makes great decisions. The mouse does make sometimes. great decisions. Um, but this is where you guys come in. Let us know what you think down below in the comment section about New Mutants. Are you excited for it? Is it off your radar now? Are you like, man, just put it straight to Hulu. Like, just put, t- take it out behind the shed and just put it out of its own misery. Um, just boom, gun to the head. I'm sorry, boy. I'm I'm sorry, New Mutants. Bam, and then just put it down. Um, that's basically the equivalent of it going straight to Hulu's. Um, the Hulu's, not Hulu. It's going straight to Hulu's. No, no, um, that's straight to Redbox. Yeah, straight to. Oh God, doesn't even get on Hulu. Goes straight to Redbox. <laughs> But let us know what you think down below. Make sure to support us on patreon.com backslash most of our podcast so we can do everything that we want for you guys and we can get a new studio. Um, also, make sure to give us a five-star rating on iTunes. It really helps us get into the ears of more people, get more people listening to the podcast. I um, want to thank you guys for, oh, also Twitters, um, at War Machine 9085 mm-hmm. at Ricky Widmer, at Most Pod. Thank you guys for watching us on YouTube. Thank you guys for listening on podcast services around the world. And as always, have a good day, everybody. Thank you for listening to this MVP podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Most Valuable Pod for more great podcasts.